0: To the Geek Down Podcast, the podcast where two nerds sit down and try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon.
1: My name is Jordan Ferguson.
0: And Happy New Year! <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I guess when you're hearing this, it's the lame part of the New Year, right?
0: What's the lame part?
1: Like the holidays are over. Like not for me. Have come down. My
0: like... Christmas goes until January sixth. <laughs> And that weekend of January 6th, that's legitimately when Senior Correspondent and I have our Christmas.
1: Y'all are weird. This is dropping when? We are out of time right now, friends, it should be said. This is one of your recorded in advance
0: Very in advance. The most in advance.
1: So this one will be January that's not the place where edit, edit edit edit
0: edit 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 i actually have it here but i hate doing my pages because it'll make... be
1: january 3rd you'll be hearing this yeah. so to me i'm already miserable i'm happy that you're still enjoying yourself until the 6th but yeah
0: i that most that's the 12th day of christmas january is 6th yes, I never knew is.
1: exactly when the 12 fell to be honest it,
0: it starts on the 25th and then it goes until the 6th. Well. It's the Feast of something-something. Um, the Epiphany, bro. Yeah, I think that's the one. No, Feast of Epiphany. Oh, I don't know. If you know, you can get at us.
1: Lapsed Catholics. Not me. Anyway, it's 2017.
0: Yeah, hopefully 2017 is better than...
1: Ho- hopefully we're all feeling better about this year than the... Last year. Shitty-ass last year.
0: And it's over, guys. We made it. <laughs> we
1: t- Barely. and Lord knows what we made it into, but...
0: Hopefully, fingers crossed, 2017 will be better. Any hopes, dreams, aspirations?
1: Um, make money from this podcast?
0: Wow, you are, you're already getting in the mood of early January. You are just dark and sad and poor.
1: Listen, at the risk of getting too real with the listeners, there have been a number of things in my life lately that are, uh, giving a sense of change to my life. I feel Uh, that 2017 will be a year of change in matters either large or small. I will not be in the same place 12 months from now than I am right now. Whether that's work, geographically, fingers crossed, not, but anything can happen. Um, And I'm not crazy about that. I kind of like to be left alone to do my thing.
0: Yes, yes, you do.
1: <laughs> so, someone's going to try and knock me out of my thing. I'm not uh, I'm not super amped about that idea, but even I have my limits and I do feel there are some things that are going to need to get a uh, jostled in 2017.
0: All right. So, you basically this, have have this. predicted jostling for 2017.
1: Jostling. 2017, the year of the jostle. Excellent. Yourself?
0: Um, I I feel like there's some jostling going on.
1: Um, you already had your jostling. I feel like I,
0: I did, but now things are are. You know what? This is right. So last year was the year of job, or the or 2015 was the year of jostling. 2016 was trying to figure out some things. <laughs> 2017, I start that climb. I got my climbing shoes on, Got some hiking <laughs> boots, got a backpack, you know, just climbing up the mountain <laughs>
1: climbing up that hill like kate yeah,
0: bush yeah that's that is it is 2017 the year of kate bush <laughs> that's <laughs> what i'm going for
1: every year is the year of kate bush
0: okay that's true um yeah no i think I've, i i got to work i also have to work some stuff out and i don't know i th- i feel good about 2017 2017 is just a nice number it seems so futuristic <laughs> Hopefully, it's not like the year of the future's war that we look back yeah. at and are like, oh, yes, the, the great war of 2017. Um, but I'm hoping it'll be like a year where things change for the better.
1: Is that meme? It's like, Dad, it's a dad and his daughter. It's like, Dad, tell me how the world fell apart. It started with this gorilla. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, it did. Um, or, and, you know, um, I could be wrong, but I think good things are in the future for 2017. We'll look back a year from now and see if I was right.
1: Hopefully we're here. I will will try to take your optimism to heart. So, because we are out of time. Yes. This is a a atypical episode of the Geek Down.
0: It is a special episode of the Geek Down.
1: A special episode of the Geek Down because sometimes there are things, geeky things, nerdy things out there in the ether that we need to comment upon. But we don't really get a chance otherwise. But there is so much stuff in the world yes. that we need to take a pause and be like, listen, stop giving me period dramas. <laughs> and Caitlin's like, stop giving me creepy anime shows so we can watch this thing Yeah, that everyone else is watching that we need to comment upon.
0: Let's take a breath. Let's take a step back and and look at it and ta- and and comment on it.
1: So the thing, as you can see from the title of this episode that we finally got around to that we mentioned on the show initially before it even we did comment that the show was coming. Yes. and then never <laughs> watched it or did anything about it. No. Is uh the show that seems to be trying to reach for that that Game of Thrones brass ring as far as critical praise and ratings. Yeah. It is Westworld.
0: I feel like we should have like someone's like going, doing the yeehaw. Sh- <laughs> I don't know how to do the sound. It's like or like it's like a whip sound. Or like
1: Threatening Moog music or something,
0: yeah, something like that. <laughs> just
1: the stra- insert the Stranger Things soundtrack here. We <laughs> start talking about Westworld.
0: Um, but yeah, so I mean, we mentioned it way back when because I was excited. I didn't even know that they were making this show, and then I was excited to hear about it. And then all of a sudden, it kind of just appeared. Um, and it had a bit of a slow start, like a. a Almost like a fuse. Like someone lit a fuse and it was like doing its thing, it was going along, it was being a fuse, and then it just like blew up because of I'm going to call it the lost aspect.
1: Let's get into that before we even start talking about the show. Something I have noticed I feel like discussing this show really gets at the another core philosophy of the Geek Down that we haven't really addressed. Which is So there's an additional sort of philosophical split between us. The show is like, while it's one part to like look at the things that we like that the other person maybe wouldn't. You know, we have different interests. The way we approach things is also different. It is. And I've noticed this as we've gone along. Not something I really knew before we started doing the show, but we have definitely something I've definitely come to notice. So before we even get to talking about the show i feel we have to address the other dichotomy that's kind of emerged in the geek down as we have gone along um because there is a second sort of split between us it's not just the difference in the things that we like i feel it's the difference in how we like the things we like
0: i i i agree
1: as as you have said this is your term i am the deep diver yes i look at what the thing means in regards to the context of everything from like the creator's careers to how it lives in the world and how people are interpreting it and how the audience is receiving it. And Kate just kind of likes things that are fun.
0: I I like things that I
1: like. And that's no one approach is superior to the other. It's just a different way of approaching things. Um, Kate kind of judges the success or failure of a thing on just kind of like, did she have fun with it? Was it an enjoyable yeah. experience? Again, no way is better than the other, but I feel like when we're talking about this show specifically, you said it yourself. This is a child of lost.
0: Yes. This is a show... It, it has a lostness to it.
1: This is a show that is designed and seems to actively encourage deep diving.
0: Deep diving and um, coming up with theories? Theorizing.
1: And listen, I don't know any of them. I have heard things in the ether because I listened to, before I started skipping it because I wasn't watching the show. There's another podcast I listened to and they would get really kind of into it. So some of the overarching theories of the show, which I mean, this is airing on January 3rd. The show is over. If you've been watching the show, this will not surprise any of you. Have you heard any of them? I don't want to throw them out there if you haven't heard them Um, yet.
0: I have heard all of them.
1: So the timelines thing. And... Uh, like,
0: every, things few probably even haven't heard of. Probably Because I got not. really into theories before even watching the show. <laughs> really? Um, this
1: is unlike you.
0: Well, the funny... Okay. I did never watch Lost. Mm. Never watched Lost. It's never appealed to me. Um, a lot of people have talked about that. About shows that make you, you guess at what's going on. Puzzle box TV. Puzzle... I really... That's awesome. I like puzzles. I like theories. I like trying to work out stuff or I'm the kind of person in a movie who has the habit, sorry, anyone I've done this to, of being like, oh yeah, this person's the killer. I figure things out. I like to figure things out. So if you're giving me Easter eggs and clues and, oh, there's a name tag over there and, oh, there's a reflection of this, I will notice it. I love that kind of stuff. Um... So when people started coming up with these theories and it kind of exploded and then it was like literally every other YouTube thing that was going up was like theories on Westworld. I started watching them and was interested in them. So I'm watching the show knowing all of these things, which I think is almost better because I get to take a closer look at the show itself and not just be racked with theories.
1: I mean, I have heard like half the theories. So, I mean, I've heard about the timelines thing. I've heard that this person might be this person in a different timeline but I don't know who the characters are because the names were just kind of like flying over my head when I was listening Mm -hmm. to podcasts or whatever so now that I'm watching the show it's like I kind of know but I don't totally know yeah it's like okay if the if ed harris is supposed to be someone else in the future who is it exactly and I have my theory of who that is but and that's resolved before the season is over should be said that the other thing about this and why the lost comparison is not totally accurate is that lost infamously didn't have a plan
0: no and this has been they pl- were
1: making that shit up on the fly like, and, and Smoke this is, monster sure that seems like a cool thing to put in
0: and and they didn't ever resolve anything is, it's well known that yes. like things would just like disappear from the plot this has been plotted out
1: yes it is actively encouraging all of these things and the question is that we we have to acknowledge before we start getting into it is whether the thing can stand on its own free of the culture and theorizing around it yes like the closest similarity that i can come up with is like true detective season one which i don't know if you ever watched i didn't watch but what started as like kind of similar when you're talking about how it uses time and out of sequence type stuff Mm -hmm. but you had the woody harrelson and matt mcconaughey character and you were seeing two timelines you were seeing them as younger detectives investigating this crime, and then their lives later on when they weren't cops anymore, and things were creeping up again. And you, initially, you started with this idea of like, well, what happened in the past? What happened to their relationship? What happened to these characters? Right. And then somewhere in there was a mention of something called the Yellow King. Yes. And then suddenly somebody was like, huh? Somebody ran Yellow King into Google, and it's like, oh, well, there was a book written.
0: It's it's Lovecraft.
1: It's not actually Lovecraft. It was a guy named Robert Chambers. And I guess Lovecraft read his book in like 27 and started like putting... taking things from that book and sprinkling it into okay. like Cthulhu stories.
0: Cause that's how I know of the, the in yellow. Um, because it was like in Lovecraft. Mm.
1: And again, I think it was probably one of these things that like the, the, the writer of both seasons of true detective, Nick Pizzolatto, uh, he's a weird cat. He kind of, the sense I get is he's kind of, uh, big up on his own abilities. Right. Whether how fair his assessment is, is another matter. But I think he was just kind of like, I feel like he deliberately just threw that out there for people to go nuts and kind of juiced up his own decent enough, but juiced up the story by throwing these things in there. All it took was one mention of Carcosa or the yellow King and people read it was off to the races. Right. And true detective. I feel like, maybe didn't didn't hold up as well without that if you didn't know any of that stuff and you went watch true detective yeah probably be like nah, that's that's cool but like that thing owned january to march of whatever year it came out 2014 or what have you right so when going into westworld knowing that this is a thing that is generating the same sort of fan obsession mm-hmm I am trying to, av- oddly enough, I'm trying to avoid that. We seem to have reversed polarities, Caitlin <laughs> I ha- am kind of avoiding that. I know a little bit about the show and what went into it. We mentioned when we first brought out the show, it was a pilot that was done that got canceled and restarted. And there was a bunch of stuff before the show actually like went into production. Yeah. But I am not going into this as like, I want to solve anything. Right. Um. I care more about. Stories and how this story is playing out. And is it a good story? I have questions yes. about that. Mm-hmm. Should be noted. The rules still apply for this episode.
0: Yep. So for those of you who don't know and have stumbled across this New
1: Year's episode. <laughs> Somebody's just like, hey, I want to hear more people talk about Westworld.
0: Um, then uh, our rules are, rule number one is the rule of three, which is that we will watch... Three or listen to three or read three of something that comes in cycles.
1: Give it a chance to be the thing it's going to be. So we have watched at least spoilers be coming at least for up to episode yeah. three.
0: So if you would like to continue listening but don't want any spoilers, at least listen to episode three. I mean, sorry, at least watch until episode three yes um the second rule is um save it for the pod jordan and i have not talked about westworld at all um until we are here right now
1: nope, nobody has any idea what anybody thinks about this show until we are sitting right here
0: and the third which is not really a rule it's more of a policy there will be spoilers which we just mentioned but seriously
1: there will be spoilers there will be spoilers also should be said it came up before we hit hit the mics that caitlin is ahead of me you have watched to episode episode five Five. so i don't really care if things get spoiled i may ask questions that caitlin has an answer to from later episodes so be careful really the season is done by this point. If you were fanatically watching, we're not going to talk about anything you don't already know. If it's, you think it's something you want to pick up.
0: And you don't want to know anything, you should probably head out.
1: Get out.
0: Finish that eggnog in your fridge.
1: <laughs> Seriously, it's going to go bad in like two days. Yeah. should get on that. So, Westworld.
0: Westworld. Um, from... see. I knew going in that this was going to be a show I'd want to solve. So I basically did all that work of like watching all those videos about (laughs) all the mysteries. So going into it, it wasn't going to be about me trying to solve it. It was going to be about what do I think of the stories? What Mm -hmm. do I think of the characters? Um, There are definitely certain storylines I like better than others. That is kind of Game of Thrones-esque.
1: That is kind of the point. I have somewhere in my notes, there are like 700 things going on in this show, and I kind of care about two of them.
0: Uh, I care about more than that, and I care even in one... Okay, so the the story I'm not really interested in is the William slash Billy, whatever his name is, hmm. story like that.
1: Uh, I don't really... Well, let's try to set this up just for the listeners, as much as, as, much as for us sorting it in our own heads. Uh Westworld 10 episode show on HBO. Yeah. Based on more adapted from. I think it just took like the basic conceit and then yeah. went off in its own direction of a 70s sci-fi movie.
0: Uh that yeah, that's about I believe that's correct. Oh,
1: Westworld written, written and directed by the late Michael Crichton of Jurassic Park notoriety.
0: Michael Crichton died? Yeah. What? Like a while ago. Seriously?
1: Yeah. <gasps> Radio Magic. I will get you the date. Yeah, B he died in 2008.
0: Seriously? Yep. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> Rest in peace, God. kale's taking this pretty rough. Uh,
0: he's just really sad. He was a good writer.
1: Uh, and it's basically, Westworld is about a theme park of sorts. Yeah. Uh, staffed and populated by exceptionally lifelike androids called hosts mm-hmm. in this show's narrative and basically it's a Wild West theme park where the very rich can go and uh,
0: kill and murder and rape as much as they do want
1: whatever they want and some of our plot line stories have to do with uh, some some aberrant behavior in the hosts yep some of them are, uh, are remembering previous builds of their characters yep. that they have
0: or at least accessing them in some way
1: yes um and how that seems to be increasing in frequency. Some of the hosts are going off book. We tend, seem to be centering, at least in the first three episodes, with uh, Dolores. Yeah. Farmer's daughter Dolores, played by Evan Rachel Wood. I believe she gets top billing in the show. So Yes. Uh, and Tandy Newton's Maeve. The, is she the madam of the brothel? Or is she uh, Yeah, saying?
0: she seems like she's the madam of the brothel.
1: Um, So that's one story resolving all of that there is uh the man in black played by ed harris i have long said unless you are in a space capsule trying to get back to earth it Mm -hmm. is never a good sign when ed harris shows up (laughs) nothing good has ever happened when ed harris has shown up no he's trying to kill you or your life is in a reality show or just something terrible is happening yeah
0: (laughs) he's the bad guy if it's ed harris he's the bad guy. just if you
1: see ed harris run (laughs) Uh, he is up to something trying to solve, he believes there is a deeper layer to the game. Something about a maze. He scalps one of the hosts and finds what he believes to be a maze printed underneath the scalp. And he is apparently, as he says, he's been coming there for 30 years. Yep. He's been there forever. He has zero fucks. He is totally amoral. Yeah. Kills and murders whoever he wants possibly rapes it's unsure if he actually has his way with evan rachel wood but he does drag her by the hair that seems to happen a lot yep um as that plot line there is the anthony hopkins as something ford as the director of yeah. the park the f- founder and director kind of following his own little flights of fancy he wants to do whatever he wants to do and the the board or whoever is behind the financing of this thing. And this is my ultimate question about the show. Yeah. If you have this much technology and trillions of dollars. Yeah. Why do you make a cowboy park?
0: That's actually been a point that's come up again and again. And it's actually something I've thought about quite a lot. Um, because someone else in a different uh, video on YouTube, like I said, all the YouTube videos are about <laughs> Westworld.
1: And it is mentioned there's a scene between the... Uh, she's the director of quality assurance or something. Yeah. She's, she's corporate. Yeah. With uh, one of the lead writers on all the scenarios. Um, where he's basically like... Alludes to like... Cowboy fun time is not the point. Yeah. Uh, and she's basically said something in the... It's the first or second episode. I don't remember. It's like, well, you're smart enough to know there's a bigger picture, but not smart enough to know what it is. So, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, that that is the only allusion to it that I have seen yet. I don't know if it comes up more in the later episodes, but it's a conceit I'm having a hard time getting over. It's like
0: why Cowboy Park? I think because cowboys are so different from the world that we never see Mm. but is obviously extremely futuristic. So so much so that people don't really bat an eye at the crazy technology um that they have. Uh That I think that's why. And I think it's because it's the only... You get into stuff about how Ford, who is the the person who's sort of...
1: Creator.
0: Creator. um, He... This is what he wanted to do. And I think people just... They had the technology. This is the kind of thing he wanted to produce you kind of either fall in line with his vision or you don't. Mm. He wanted a cowboy theme he wanted,
1: park. He wanted a cowboy park.
0: Then, you know, as someone who wants to take over things, how are you going to tell him, no, we want a Star Trek park? Like, <laughs> that's that's kind of where I'm sitting with it. And that cowboys and everything that you see there is so different from the world people could live in. Um and that's kind of and plus cowboys are very you know good bu- good guys white hat bad guys black hat it's very cut and dry in that sense
1: and probably the most one of the more historically uh one of the eras where it's most historically feasible to just be uh awful with no repercussions yeah. it was the lawless west right so yep. if uh, rich people are going to come to rape and pillage it fits most with <laughs> with that era perhaps
0: yeah um there were some things that I had questions about, like why would you bring your kids there? What is
1: wrong yeah, with that you? Was, that was a weird moment. I did wonder that. When like it's a, I don't know if it happens later, but it's a fairly benign moment where like the Evan Rachel Wood character Dolores is like painting by a lake. And this like family comes up and one says, "The dad says to the son, it's like, "Oh, it might be dangerous, don't cross the lake, and it's like yeah why th- th- is this really a family vacation like is this a maybe they have
0: things that are family centric that they don't tell you about, but I really feel like they should mention that, like like we get this many families per year coming to the park because we have all these family things you can do um because apparently it costs thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars per day to yes. be at the park um and then, like, those people who die, like, they're robots, yes, but still, they look like people and they bleed and they scream in pain and they just, like, get killed in the middle of the street. Not a family-friendly environment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, You can't control that that other rich dude isn't going to, like, run into the brothel and decide, like, I'm raping and killing everybody. Yeah. It's just... Explain that to your child.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, unless they have, like, areas that are, like, family-friendly, that are <laughs> apart from the let's kill everyone areas... That seems a little weird to but me. But that's not
1: thrown out there. We still don't know if that's a thing that happens. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, more of the 700 plot lines. <laughs> um,
0: well, as I was saying, sure. I'm I'm not really... I don't care. Even if one of the theories that has been put out there, and that comes up even near the beginning, is about like how Billy changes... Like, Billy is with his brother-in-law. I can't remember the other guy's name.
1: Uh, I think I read it's Logan.
0: Logan, that's right. Billy and Logan are there together. Billy's
1: going to marry Logan's sister. This is basically just kind of like a... Boys, bonding. whatever, bonding experience. And he kind of. Billy's wants... first trip, Logan has been there many a times. Bunch of times. Yeah.
0: And Logan really wants to see what Billy's really like. So there's this idea that, you know, he may be playing the good guy, but really he needs to just let loose and he's going to become the bad guy. Logan's awful, by the way. He's the worst. Um, I don't really care about Billy or Logan. I care about the. Robot androids.
1: Well, I mean, in the theory there, and I'm, and you probably know it, and I'm showing my ass if it's not because right, it's probably already been revealed in the show, and mm-hmm. people who have seen the whole series are like, you idiots, is that Billy is the man in black. Yeah, that's, that's
0: a big theory. And how
1: you get from sweet little Billy, who wants to go on bounty hunts and yeah. doesn't want to fuck anybody, becomes this goddamn monster who's been. yeah, And it's alluded to that the powers that be know who he is yeah um you will occasionally see the people at the company which i think is called dalos delos or something dalos i only know this from reading like wikipedia i don't even think i noticed if it was mentioned in the show at all but i
0: think it is i think it is maybe it is by the fourth episode
1: um they're watching him murder another like 40 hosts yeah and somebody mentioned something about like, you know, he's already gone through like an entire battalion. Like, should we like slow, slow him, him down? down and the other head of security or whatever is like that player gets whatever he wants. Yeah. So they know who he is. Um, And I read Wikipedia. I know. I know. <laughs> I know who the man in black in his position is as well. But yeah, it just seems odd that this guy seems to be going off book quite a bit and nobody seems to care. Would they not notice? Like,
0: I don't think there is an off book. Like, you get to know more about the hosts as you go on and about how they work and function. Um,
1: I even mean Ed Harris as a player, right? Like, he seems, yeah. he's clearly, like, doing his own thing, looking for the deeper layer of the game. Yeah. Why? Who cares? What's What is at the center of it?
0: I think there's this idea of obsession and it's really interesting because the only thing i can equate it to was when i went to new york many many years ago i saw a play um called sleep no more mm-hmm. it was this, it's still going on in new york it's basically this uh play that basically they're dancers and they dance macbeth um but it's like a three-story warehouse and they do it in three rotations and basically you can go anywhere in the warehouse and there's something going on Mm -hmm. you're never going to get to see the same thing twice and you're going to miss stuff um so like i happened to be in a hallway with like two other people and they did this amazing door dance um it was like one of the most beautiful mind-blowing things i've ever seen we are the only three people who got to see it because everyone else was off doing Mm. something else or following other characters. So if you follow Lady Macbeth, she'll go around this three- or four-story warehouse, um, but you're going to miss what Macbeth is doing, Mm. or you're going to miss what Banquo is doing, or you're going to miss the witches. So people go back again and again and again so that they can see all these different things and all these different stories. In the... um, In the show they talk about things like cookies or like, oh, this is a a plot line I heard about, right? Because people who go back know the stories, wanna do more. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so there's this idea of a little bit of obsession. Even they kinda talk about um they even talk about Ford's kind of obsession, right? Making the care the the robots more and more real and how he needs to like and calm it is, down. And this
1: is where the that the conflict in that plot line is that Ford has been kind of tweaking the code without telling anybody. Yeah. And making them more realistic, adding reveries as the Jeffrey the lead programmer, I guess, is his character, the Jeffrey Wright character, Bernard. Yes. Um there's Wikipedia tells me there's more to him too, and it's basically that's the that's the tipping that's tipping the cards for the multiple timelines playing out of sequence, yeah sort of thing. Um And that Ford's noodling is the reason why the hosts are quote-unquote remembering older builds, other scenarios that they were a part of, why they're getting confused and going off book. And the corporate side of things wants to put a leash on them, basically. And Bernard and other characters are like, well, you go tell them. Like, how are you going to tell (laughs) them? You you want to tell the boss that he can't do what he wants to do anymore? Um... I don't know if I care about that plot line. What plot line do I care about? <laughs> this entire well, show? Well, I,
0: I can tell you I care do you care about the Maeve plot line?
1: Vaguely.
0: Cuz I can tell you in episode 4 and 5 that Jack's the fuck up.
1: <laughs> um, I care about the Blade Runner aspects, I guess. Yeah. All the stuff about it's trying to play with all the ideas about what is consciousness and what makes a person human and should we care about these robots as individuals? You know, it wants you to ask, if I went to this place, would I just, you know, the hottie at the brothel, would I be like, fuck yeah, let's go. Or would I be like, no, I can't do that. You're a person. Well,
0: and also the other part of the, what they've talked about, sorry, the creators, Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan.
1: Christopher Nolan's brother.
0: Um, What they've talked a lot about is they play a lot of video games together and how a lot of video games now let you make decisions. Mm. So, again, Mass Effect, one of my favorite games. You can be a a really bad guy in Mass Effect or you can play it really good. I'm the kind of person... It's
1: always the thing about Grand Theft Auto, right? It's like, Grand Theft Auto is terrible. You can do all these things, these things, and all this. It's like, you don't have to.
0: You have a choice. I never play it bad. I never want to play it bad. I feel like there's enough bad in the world that I want to be like, this good guy... Um, But I have lots of friends who are, like, sweet, wonderful people, and then they're like, I can't wait to, like, murder all these people in this video game. Or they, I find out that they did play, they love playing Mass Effect Evil. It's one of their favorite things to do, and I'm like, what is wrong with you?
1: GTA, I engage in a little chaos, but I remember playing Red Dead, it, like, never even occurred to me to be, like, a bad person. Yeah. Like, it didn't occur, it didn't even occur to me to just walk into a town and start shooting people
0: and that's actually one of the influence they talked about was red dead redemption one of the reasons they wanted to do like west world mm. was because there is a setting full of chaos what are you going to be in that chaos mm. um, so yeah so the video games have a very applicable um, thing in this series applicable I don't know um, experience to this series um, and, and figuring out who your character is going to be, and getting to play the 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 game over and over again as different types of characters.
1: I just remembered; it just reminded me. Uh, Trevor <laughs> Trevor Billups from GTA is yeah. in Westworld. The actor who played him. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays the um, the one. What is his script storyline? He's he's associated with one of the like aberrant hosts, but he's uh, he's got like the mutton chops. He's the one who drags. He he's in the crew that attacks uh, Dolores' family. Oh, okay. In that thread, he's got kind of like the kind of a top hat.
0: Oh, it, yeah. In
1: episode one, Ed Harris drags her into the barn. Right. And yes. In episode three, this dude drags her. Into and barn. she and she shoots him. And she shoots him. Yes. And he plays. He plays Trevor in GTA. Oh, there you
0: go. See? There you
1: go. All tied together. He probably got that job because they were playing video games. Yeah. Look at that.
0: Um, and and that is, I would say, the most interesting thing. I don't really care about the humans. I care about the. Android slash robots.
1: Yeah, like the the Dolores plot line. Um and we're assuming that the conversation she's having with Bernard or not, actually conversation she's having with Bernard. I'm assuming you've read spoilers about what what's up with Bernard. I can tell you. whether you can tell me or not or whether we'll say it, I have I I've read enough opinions and theories on it myself. Um I care about that. Yeah, I care about the Tandy Newton Maeve character. I have questions. I don't know if I care enough about them getting Answered, why are they keeping all the defects? Seems like a...
0: Seems like a bad idea. Seems like a
1: weird and weird use of space. There's, there were a lot of them in there. When they walked Abernathy in no. there, there were a ton of naked people. Can I there. just say... Sorry, naked hosts.
0: Fix up your goddamn basement. My God. Do <laughs> you know mold can ruin the foundation of a
1: building or house? I got why... You clearly have no intention of really making an effort to try to f- repair any of these hosts. You just throw them in, in a garage. Yeah, and... Well,
0: I guess because you've already put all that money into it. You don't want to like...
1: You seem like you could recycle them for parts and it would be a better.
0: Uh, I... Yeah, it just seems like a really bad idea if there is a robot uprising, which, like, don't have all the defective ones together.
1: As whatever law that is, states will inevitably happen. Yeah. Uh, Should be mentioned just from a purely practical level, the cast is pretty impeccable. This is a...
0: It's unbelievably well acted.
1: This is a who's who of people. I mean, I will watch Jeffrey Wright in damn near anything, and that dude kills it. Uh, I will say Hopkins just seems to be, like... This is a fun way to spend a summer
0: yeah he <laughs> also seems kind of like evil get some
1: mad cash uh oh he's definitely evil <laughs> definitely.
0: okay all right I just uh, not everyone feels the same way so. no they
1: think he's benevolent well, oh, he feels pretty evil to me
0: yeah i think he i yeah I, let's just put it this way. If there were robots and I was interacting with them, I'd be a lot nicer. There'd be lots of yeses and pleases and
1: thank yous and not... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, he goes off on that, dude, for covering the one I know, what if the, one the robot. guy's
0: uncomfortable with just nudity yeah, in maybe general? I don't
1: want to look at dongs, Anthony Hopkins. Like...
0: <laughs> Though, can I say, there needs to be way more dongs. I, I finally got some in episode four, I think, or five, <laughs> but seriously, I have all the boobs in the world. I need some more dongs.
1: Hey, listen... I expected this to be way worse than it was.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm not. Saying I it was actually bad. warned
1: you off of this show when you said you wanted to watch it because all yeah. I heard was that Evan Rachel Wood gets the shit beat out of her. Like, and it's not pleasant to watch her get dragged by her hair into a barn. But no. it wasn't as wasn't as bad as I was led to no. believe. I thought it was way more frequent, and the the titty exposure is not nearly on the level of like Game of Thrones. No. Like, I even read some. I think IO9 had a piece basically saying if you're focused on the mysteries, you're missing the point of Westworld. Yeah, um, and saying how nudity is used, especially with regards to like Tandy Newton or Evan Rachel Wood. It's like, a
0: dehumanizing thing. It
1: is, and when they are like asserting themselves more, that's when they are not even in the shot when they are not framed. Yeah. Because um, at first I thought it was like a. Is this just a clause they have? Is like the. Like the Khaleesi's thing where she didn't want to show her boobs anymore, but you know, Tandy Newton will is nude in some areas when she's getting operated on she like climbs off the table. She's naked there. But when they're like repairing her, it's very much from like the head up because that's a moment where she's like, her individuality is being like asserted sort of thing. And as she becomes more human, they get less naked. Yeah. Even like the cinematography reflects that as well. Um. So I mean, yeah, it's hard to talk about because I'm on it's I don't even mean, you can't really effectively talk about it three episodes in. I don't think I can. Well, anyway. we
0: can also but, I mean, there's also it it's beautifully shot. It looks it great. It's
1: a very pretty looking show.
0: They have just like built a a bonfire out of money and just like <laughs> shed it a light. The
1: show has a lot of money. I think it was the moment where the man in black was like about to scalp that dude and he's like yeah. up on like a precipice of some sort and it's like the yeah. helicopter shot from across the precipice and i'm like y'all had some hbo had some money for this yeah
0: um and do i think it's going to be the next game of thrones i think people are interested it, enough apples
1: and oranges to a certain extent though like it's oh yeah far way different things but I do
0: but sorry do i think it's going to make the show lot, like hbo lots of money yes do i think it's going to last at least three seasons yes um it's probably going to last more
1: than that, but I don't know, like uh, like I'm not done, but apparently they have shown a lot of their, all the mysteries that people were like trying to suss out have yeah. already been like, yeah, that's what happened.
0: So, th- so what I'm wondering is what is second season going to be like? What are they going to set up in this final episode?
1: Yeah, they've already, they've already been renewed.
0: Um, so, and, and this is what I hate about watching shows while they're going on. Now I have to wait a year and be like, what's going to happen? <laughs> oh, spoilers. But I can't look at them anymore. Cause I said, up
1: not even based on a book or anything. You can't even go read the book.
0: <sighs> what have I done? That's right. Folks. I'm still sticking to 2017. Caitlin's not going to watch any trailers or look at any spoilers. <laughs> what have I done? She's
1: not any of those like set reports or leaked scripts or whatever. Kate's not going to have any of that. No. So it's a weird thing to give, to try to give a rating to.
0: Well, we can just de- do like a rating for now and then we'll come back to it a little bit later next week. Next week, we'll let you know what we thought.
1: Because I mean, I'm not, I'm not in love with it. There's a lot going on mm-hmm. that I don't care about. Yeah. But there are things there that there's enough there that will make me want to maybe watch a couple more episodes mm-hmm. this evening. As it's currently still December <laughs> when we're recording this. Um, there's enough there to make me keep watching. I don't know. It's a matter of like, am I watching it because I'm actually enjoying this or am I watching it because it seems to be the conversation right now?
0: I'm watching it because I enjoy it.
1: You're actively enjoying
0: it. I'm actively enjoying it.
1: From a deep diving standpoint, actually. Yeah. Bizarre. Strange. So I mean, ratings. My rating currently, I'm gonna give it like a seven.
0: Okay, yeah, I I'm gonna give it like a seven um, um, eight. I'm gonna so give it you, an eight.
1: You've seen more, I think I,
0: I'm gonna it give it that. an eight because I'm I'm really excited to continue watching. Like I already got to episode five. Like I'm <laughs> I'm halfway done basically, and I need to know what happens in the other half. Um, hey, guess what? Tonight is the finale. It is the finale. Us in the past future. Anyways, um,
1: my God, we're we're in our own time loops I know. right now. It's multiple timelines. You're listening to this in the present, but we recorded it in the past, and
0: actually, but now it's in the for the future. All
1: future episodes of the Geek Down will be done by
0: I wish I was a robot
1: I wish I could find a robot to edit this podcast
0: (laughs) um but yeah I'm giving it an eight I'm really enjoying it unless something crazy happens with the next couple episodes I think I'm I'm gonna continue giving it eight but we'll let you know next episode
1: and I will let you know as well because I will have seen most of what the uh most of what the show wants to wants to tell me for the season so
0: and um, and let us know what you thought or if we totally missed stuff in the first three episodes that you thought like why didn't they talk about that
1: yeah, if, you, if you're if you're an extra if you're on the subreddit out there and you want to let us know by all means get at us at the socials at geekdownpod on twitter geekdownpod.tumblr.com on the tumblers. oddly enough email us geekdownpod at gmail.com or on our Facebook group which is at
0: www.facebook.com dot dot
1: forward slash
0: geek down pod.
1: Yeah. Let us know if you've been, I don't, I know there's, I have some friends out there who are like mad into this show and yeah, it's it. Listen, it's just good to have. It's always fun when something that we like from our, from our area of interest seems to capture the public imagination. Yeah. Like this has like Thrones has. And Does it while being significantly less rapey. Not completely rape-free.
0: Not, unfortunately. But, I mean, that's part of the point of the story, and they actually address it, and trauma, and all of that. Oh, do they? Yeah, they start to.
1: Yeah, I didn't see any of that yet, hoping that's nice. I'm
0: hoping season two is all about, like, what happens when you are a trauma rape survivor? Because no one ever talks about that on television. Can we get any more feminists this year? Yes, we can. 2017. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god. Westworld, too. <laughs> Westworld test Westworld for you. It's just, <laughs> it's just Mariska Hargitay with like a support group of traumatized robots. Yeah. Oh my god. Needs to rap. <laughs> well, Clearly we have recorded too much content today, so we are going to take our leave. We'll be back to regular episodes next week.
0: Yeah, exciting. We'll actually fill you in on some news.
1: Yeah, we'll have had our holiday vacations. We'll have talked about our Christmas presents and seeing friends and all the fun stuff we did. Yeah. Might just just be like a straight chit-chat episode for an hour. Who knows? Well... Freeform or not, we will see you next week for another fantastic episode of the Geek Down. Thank you so much for joining us, friends. My name is Jordan Ferguson.
0: And my name is Caitlin McKinnon.
1: And we will be back with you again leading into year two of the Geek Down podcast.
0: See you next week. Get busy, B. We said this was episode 48?
1: Yes. This rain does not make someone want to go out and buy toilet paper.